Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Some more misdirection. Two is slinging it to the end zone. It's caught. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Uh, some great audio quality there on that highlight. Uh, the Greek freak Spiro Dita sounded like he's like uh, doing that call into a potato on CBS. I don't know what the hell that was, but anyway, yeah, it's great to have a fellow Ford and Ram Spiro Dita's on the call of a... Uh, one of like a billion great Tyreek Hill plays this season for the Miami Dolphins. We'll talk about Tyreek, A.J. Brown, and NFL MVP in a second. Offensive Player of the Year coming up and all the awards in the National Football League as we move along. Adam Chernoff, Connor Allen, and Mike Somich coming up next hour as our guests talk National Football League and then the Breeders' Cup this weekend respectively. Joey Knish and Evan Silva still to come. All our bets for tonight in the Power Hour, the final hour of the show. We'll be simulcast on Stadium coming up at 4 o'clock. Eastern time, which is our number two. Uh, but let's continue our conversation here, Ken, on NFL Most Valuable Player. Jake, please bring the music back up, and let's talk the two receivers that are getting bandied about to win Most Valuable Player. Now, at BetMGM, A.J. Brown is not even listed. Uh, I know there are some books, Ken, that you said maybe like 125 to 1, maybe even like longer price for A.J. Brown yep. to an MVP. Uh, Tyree Kill is listed at BetMGM. He's 40 to 1. Just for context, there are two quarterbacks, Tua and Jalen Hurts are both plus 350, the second choice, tied for the second choice in the market to win Most Valuable Player. Uh, Ken, is this a pipe dream for people that one of these guys could win Most Valuable Player? What do you think about Tyreek and A.J. Brown in this market? And to be fair, like Tyreek's price is the one that's gotten mashed this week. Like he was like 80, 90, and now he's 50, and now in some places he's 30. Uh, I saw one place he was like right behind Burrow now and alongside McCaffrey, which I guess is fine because they're both as likely to win McCaffrey and Tyreek, and that I think they're both not. Uh, but they can be like in that tier. Like I'm okay with them being ahead of Goff and ahead of, you know, Derek Carr or something like all these, like kind of the riffraff in the middle. Like they can be ahead of all those guys. That's totally legit. Like if, you know, AJ Brown's like 180 and, you know, Justin Herbert is 50. Like AJ Brown might have a better chance to win, honestly, because like Justin Herbert's not going to win that many games. Um, so I'm okay with like a price drop totally okay with that and i love the idea of a long shot in an awards market it's really fun uh to come back player of the year all i've got are long shots i love the idea of a big price that people aren't pricing correctly that like can really happen love that philosophy i can't get there on either of these or even close and it's just, maybe that's just me and it doesn't mean they can't win uh, vote. You know what voters can do? They can vote for whoever the hell they want to vote for. And if everyone talks themselves into the idea that quarterbacks have won for too long and both these guys are going to break 2,000 yards, then, you know, if the voters decide they just want to do that, they're just going to go do it. That's fine. All I try to do this early in the season before we have like polling and people really tell you what they're thinking. All I try to do is look at what they've decided historically and then try to be like, all right, based on that, 
what do I think they're most likely to do right now? And then when we get later in the season, you just listen to what they're saying. And maybe they say stupid stuff. That's fine. You just act on it. Uh, but right now we are still kind of in the guessing game part of the season. We're not going to really be in the like follow the voters part for like another month, probably. Uh, and historically, I just uh, here's the thing that really trips me up, because here's the argument for. They're both going to have record-setting seasons. They are both, cur both currently on pace to break Calvin Johnson's single-season receiving yards record. Tyreek leads A.J. Brown by like 80 yards and leads him by like three touchdowns, which is kind of significant because, you know, that's more than what A.J. Brown has. So if it's between the two of them, Tyreek's going to win a lot. Uh, so let's say Tyreek's your best case. Let's say he breaks 2,000 and he leads the NFL in receiving, in, uh, receiving touchdowns also. Best case scenario. The problem is the skill position players that have won MVP historically going back, and there haven't been many, even in the, since 2000 or since 1990, like you go back and you go, okay, did they have competition in terms of their quarterback to win most valuable player when they won? Adrian Peterson is the last skill position player to win most valuable player. His quarterback was Christian Ponder, like not a competition, not at all not even close so like yes that's how adrian peterson won most valuable player because like the hell they were going to give it to christian ponder who like did nothing okay great like the previous as skill position player to win mvp before that sean alexander his quarterback was matt hasselbeck who's like good but is not like the types of quarterbacks we're about to talk about with these two guys in terms of the season that they had like yeah sean alexander can win ladanian tomlinson won the year before that he had like rookie philip rivers as like the quarterback of his team, like the, the year that he won most valuable player and offensive player of the year. Again, like there, what do all those have in common? No competition from the quarterback whatsoever to win the award when you have a dominant statistical season. There's a hell of a lot of competition with these two guys from their quarterback to win most valuable player. Jalen Hurts arguably should have won last year. We, everybody thinks of him this way. Tua is like the darling of the NFL this year. That's Tyreek's quarter. We just played the clip. Tyreek caught a touchdown. The back end of the call is brilliant throw by Tua. <laughs> that's, the, that's the back end of the call. Like that, I just, again, it can happen. Like if you bet long shots, I'm rooting for you. Like I, it's, it'd be cool if they won. But again, just think historically, like Adrian Peterson had Christian Ponder. Sean Alexander had Matt Hasselbeck. LaDainian Tomlinson had early Phillip Rivers. There was a, there was a path here. Like Tyreek's path is through Tua. AJ Brown's path is through Jalen Hurts. And if it's if they break those records and the teams win a lot of games, that probably means Tua had a really good year. It probably means Jalen Hurts had a really good year. It's just a really, really tough case to make in terms of actually winning. So this is, it falls into a category of award betting that is like, a, I call it like price drops that never win. So it's like, yeah, you bet a 200 that's supposed to be 20. And then at the end of the year, you're broke. It's like, great, but you you went 200 to 20. Like, you did that, and you were right. Like, it should have been way less, and the guy's not going to win. Like, it's just not. So that's how I look at those two guys. I can be wrong. The voters can absolutely twist this into it's been too long, and we need to not give a quarterback this award. They can choose to do that, but until we get late in the year and they say they're going to do that, I'm going to be really reluctant to believe that's going to happen. And look, no no one loves what a do, baby. The Iceman Mike White. Got his mouth looking something like a disco ball more than me. No one loves Mike White more than me. Tuatanga Vailoa gets hurt. You think Mike White's getting Tyree Kill NFL MVP? Jalen Hurts gets hurt. Here's well, Marcus Mariota. Either. Right. Like, like, good luck. Good luck. Uh, you better, you better hear with Nick and Ken uh, talking awards in the National Football League. Anything else on MVP, or we want to move to offensive player? No, the conclusion this week, and we do MVP first, and I feel like it's usually like a a brick for most people. Like, oh, there's not a lot to do. It's the easiest award to price. 
It's a combination of statistics and team success, and that's it. And until we get polling, that's all it's going to be. And all you're trying to figure out is like, is there anyone not in the conversation that should be in? So last week it was Burrow. Now he's kind of in. This week, everyone's thinking it's Tyreek and AJ Brown. I'm just resistant to that. So for people, that's like who they think should be in. And I'm just like, I don't think so. Um, So I'm a hard no on those guys this week, but I, I understand why people are talking about them. All right, so that's most valuable player. Uh, We'll go to Offensive Player of the Year and talk about some of the same players we were just discussing. You know, because they're awesome. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill, the co-favorites at BetMGM, Ken, to win Offensive Player of the Year, both at plus 150, followed now by A.J. Brown. So A.J.'s the third choice in the market behind, like, the two favorites, McCaffrey and Tyreek. A.J. Brown at 8-1. to Jamar Chase is at 22. I I have chosen to stop writing down names from here, although I could mention, like, Lamar at 35 or Hertz and Mahomes at 40, Diggs at 35. Right, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll, yeah, CD Lamb 66 to 1. I, I mean, I don't even know, like, ETN's been awesome. He's 40 to 1. Right. But I mean, like, could, I, it, honestly, you probably only need to read three prices, right? Like, you, do you agree with that? You probably only need to read three prices. I, I put Chase in there just like in the sure. event that the Bengals go like nuclear the rest of the season with, with Burrow sure. healthy now. But and yeah, but like, I, I put four names. So like, his, his stats aren't going to look as good because they've had their week off. So like, Chase, Chase has like that game to catch up on when Tyreek's on a bye and when AJ Brown's on a bye and McCaffrey. Um, so like, I, I think that's only a three player race until proven otherwise. And uh, let's think about what we always look for in this market. Uh, Record-setting offensive season. Said that every single week, like we were saying it in May, we were talking about this award market. Okay, uh, we got three. We got three record-setting offensive seasons that are currently like taking place right now. Tyreek and AJ Brown are currently on, we told you this already, they're gonna break Calvin's single season record. The likelihood one of them does it is reasonable. Uh, Tyreek also leads, I think he leads the NFL in receiving touchdowns. He definitely has more. He does. He leads Jordan Addison by one. He has eight. And uh, AJ Brown has five uh, for receiving touchdowns. Usually you want first in both, unless there's like a year where there aren't a lot of great candidates, like Jefferson last year, where he could be like 12th in touchdowns. But it didn't matter because there weren't really any other good candidates. There are good candidates this year. Tyreek is checks every box. Team's going to be great. Great. No problem. Record setting. AJ Brown behind Tyreek, but still on a record-setting pace, has to be considered. And then McCaffrey, people might be like, well, he's not going to rush for like 2,000 yards or whatever. He has an outside shot at a record that I'm not sure a lot of people know about. Uh, I think, you know, the scoring touchdowns, I think people associate him with that more than yards. LaDainia Tomlinson holds the record for combined rushing and receiving touchdowns, and it is, it's like a Joe DiMaggio-type record. No one's even sniffed it in like 20 years, basically, in terms of trying to break it. Uh, 31 combined rushing and receiving touchdowns which is outrageous he actually has the record by four it's like that's how ridiculous it is and like the most recent person that that was like close to it was randy moss with the undefeated patriots and he got all his receiving basically like that's how that's how crazy it was and And it was what 23 yeah it was like 23 or 24 or something like that so like that's how ridiculous it is okay mccaffrey is on pace right now for like 28 like he's on pace to like kind of get kind of close to this, and it's almost like an unbreakable NFL record. I mean, it's pretty outrageous. So I know it's like, well, the two receivers they've got the record. Like McCaffrey has a chance to do something really historic too, and it's basically all around how many touchdowns he scores, the streak of scoring touchdowns, total touchdowns. Like he's got record-setting stuff too. So don't forget about it. Uh, are they ordered correctly? Yes. Should Brown be a little shorter? Yes. Should he be like alongside the other two? No, project them the rest of the season. Who is more likely to have more yards the rest of the year? Tyreek or A.J. Brown? If you answer A.J. Brown, you're like a homer who's an Eagles fan or something. The answer is Tyreek Hill. Like, he projects to be better, so he gets to have a shorter price. But yeah, look, look, should A.J. Brown be 5 or 450 or something like that? Great. And Evan Silva, give him credit. He came on a couple weeks ago. A.J. Brown was 40. He said, I love that bet. He might be right. 
I worry that AJ Brown's the like price drop that won't win because you just have the guy in front of you who's Tyreek Hill. But like, I think the only thing here, maybe AJ Brown should be a little shorter. If you've got Tyreek and McCaffrey, you want to add a little AJ Brown. I get it. My best guess is I think Tyreek's going to win and I think he's going to break 2000 yards. I think that's like the most likely way this plays out right now. Uh, and we'll see what McCaffrey's usage is the rest of the season, like as we really wear down as the season goes on, but it hasn't been a thing so far. Um, this is probably one of the markets where there's the least going on. It's really just what should the distance be between AJ Brown and the other two? My argument would probably be a little less, but I think we're getting pretty close. And there's there's no one else that's even like worth consideration, right? Because like, I mean, like... Not right now. Okay. I mean, like... Kamara missed, I'm not saying he would ever win. He's 100 to 1. Like, his, his, he's on pace to like shatter like run receiving records for a running back because, because right. Carr loves checking the football down. ETN's been an absolute monster, but like, sure. I don't think he can ever get over the finish line. Yeah, this one's, yeah, yeah, this one's kind of just like, is what it is. Well, if you had one record setting guy, then we could talk about other guys. You got three record setting guys. Like, you don't think one of them is getting close to the finish line on one of these? Even if they don't get it. Like, Jefferson didn't do anything, but he got close. And so he won. Like, one of these three guys is going to get close, or all three. And that would be really fun. All right, hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We will get back to the NFL Awards. We will hit all of them over the course of the show today. But coming up next hour, three amazing guests to get you set to bet and win this weekend on horse racing, the National Football League, and college football. We will start with our friend Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast right after this.